0: Hello, I'm Oakley Ogden, and welcome to Sex, Drugs, and Enlightenment. Today, I'm speaking with a young man who thinks he needs more clarity about his life, but on further examination, it's not clarity he needs, just the courage to declare his life. Join me as we uproot some old beliefs and clear the pathway for some new ones. By the way, how many of us know the truth for ourselves, but allow the fear of owning it to get in our way? Yeah. I hear you. Come on, let's get started.
1: So yeah, I'm really excited. I decided to take a leap of faith, move out here and do something completely new. Mm-hmm. It's a year of my life and I can only go back to that's where I feel wed to go next. But mm-hmm. uh, it's just been very isolating here. So I've been trying to find my group of friends and haven't really found that. So then, kind of the internal dialogue starts to spiral in my head sometimes.
0: Mm hmm. What do you hear yourself saying these days?
1: Um, I have this idea that I should have it all figured out now and kind of have like a clear visualization of what I want these next five, 10 years of my life to look like.
0: Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I totally and hear that.
1: Like a lot of my friends are married. And um, I just feel like I'm just a different day i life than a lot of people close to me.
0: So are you feeling the comparison game and the pressure of the comparison where you should be according to everybody else vibes? I
1: would plans. I mean, I know um, if I was... We if- all
0: go there. We all go there. Yeah, it's okay.
1: Yeah, so I know that, like, I'm not trying to apply like a one-size-fits-all to my life and say, well, my friend was manager at this point in life and I should be there. Like, I'm not looking at myself in that sort of sense. But I guess I'm kind of looking for a greater, just a clear map of like vision of what I want these next few years to look like. And I guess it's been a bit uncomfortable knowing how much freedom I do have. Like, this is probably the most freedom I've had in my whole life right now. So it just feels oh, like... Oh, tell me great, about
0: that. With great well, um, freedom comes great responsibilities, is that what you're going to say?
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, I guess throughout my life, I feel like I've been conditioned to make decisions based on, like, how other people would be it. So I'll move to, <laughs> to be close to my girlfriend or I'll do this job to be close to my family. And it's... I mean, it's empowering to know that I had the opportunity to move to Europe if I want to in June when I graduate or just create exactly what I want. I guess I feel like I've always lived with myself being in the passenger seat. So kind of like, how would this person make a decision with another person again? So with me being in the driver's seat, it's a little bit, I'm comfortable knowing how much freedom and opportunity I do have.
0: Because it's so new. Is that what you're saying?
1: A little bit, yeah.
0: Because, like, you, yeah, you've never had this kind of freedom before. So let's go into that. Talk to me about how scary this freedom feels.
1: Um, I'm trying to figure out how to sum it up. Like, I guess, as a little background, I basically have three jobs after, after graduation. So um that's a great thing to have. I don't know if I'm ready to move back to but then I don't have like a clear sense of what I should like to do. Like I feel like a part of me wants to go back and because that's where a lot of my friends are, but then it feels very familiar and brings up why I think so bad. I know it'd be a completely new experience, but just feel very familiar.
0: What does it bring up from the past for you?
1: A lot of shame, guilt.
0: Can just. you name what that's associated with? Can you tell me more about the shame and the
1: guilt? Yeah, just when I was abusing alcohol and. Oh, abusing prescription drugs that I always prescribed to Adderall just it felt like there was always like this state of mind like gotta keep going faster to keep up I feel like sometimes I'm yeah, in cities that kind of bring that side out of me that like I'm not doing enough for I'm not grounded in just where I am hmm I really hear
0: you. I really hear you on that one. It kind of brings out the ultimate comparison monster. Mm-hmm. Are you ashamed of who you were at that time? Or how you acted?
1: I'd like to say I'm, I'm growing a lot since that version of me. So, um, I probably am still holding on to some of that shame because then there's sometimes when I going to go down the rabbit hole saying like, well, maybe if I would have acted differently then my life would be different right now.
0: Do you ever ask yourself these kinds of questions? Just look back and review? If I had made that choice, where would I be today? I know I do, and I actually recommend that we take a little time each year and just review the year. New Year's is a great time, but really you can do it anytime. I do it around my birthday. I just take a little time and I review what doors did I walk through? Which ones did I say no to? What are my values still and what are my priorities? It's good to kind of ask these hard questions. It can be difficult to look through our past like that, but really powerful and pretty sacred. You know, we can't do everything in our life, And that power of choosing what we say yes to and what we say no to is such a defining factor of our incarnation, our free will, our conscious or unconscious creation of our precious life. Let's go deeper. So what did you learn from that time?
1: I think the biggest takeaway, like, I know that I want my life to be I want my intention to kind of be the guide star. So whether it's being intentional with relationships I create, um, interactions, work, I just I feel like having a focus on intention helps me be more mindful and making decisions.
0: Okay. Do you have an intention then for your career after graduate school?
1: I don't right now.
0: You don't, I think, okay.
1: I think then can I study accounting, hope it will open a lot of doors and then figure out what opportunity I'd like to take anything out.
0: Okay, well, bright. it sounds like that intention has come true. Yes, I You're am. studying accounting. It's opened a, three doors back home, and you're deciding yeah. which one, and it seems like it's driving you nuts, and that's why you reached out. They have- I'm going to ask you the hardest question of all, okay? It's the hardest question ever. It's the hardest question ever. What do you want?
1: Well, it sounds really quick to add. I just want to be happy. I feel like I'm finding too much of my identity through what I do or my idea of a career and what that will bring back toward
0: me mm mm-hmm. so if you um, want to be happy it helps to it helps if that's the intention one of the ways we can get there is by understanding what makes us tick but also what direction we feel inspired to go toward so if you if you took one of these jobs and we don't have to answer this right now, but if we took one of these jobs, which one which one lights you up? And if none of them do, what are you dreaming about or keeping yourself from dreaming about because you're scared it's going to upset your family and create waves and you won't be doing, quote, the right thing for your family?
1: I think, So, the job that feels right in my gut is to work with my dad. I guess where I get caught up is on all the past experiences of codependency and being afraid of what my life would look like if I decided, hey, I'd like to work for the family business. Work with a lot of nonprofits, small businesses, feel like I'm making a change in the community, but still feel very. Anxious that it's the wrong decision, I guess.
0: Codependency, a very big therapeutic word here. So, simply defined, codependency can be summed up like this How you feel about me is how I feel about me. If you don't approve, then I'm bad and I don't approve of me. That's a simple way to summarize codependency. Moving out of codependency means How you feel about me does not define how I feel about me. But it doesn't mean I'm unaffected by people close to me. It's not rigid independence. That's not the opposite of codependency. Healthy connection is about interdependence. You exist and I exist. I know I affect you, so I'm responsible for how I communicate and show up. And I know you have the power to affect me, so I'm responsible for my boundaries, my needs, and my communication. CODEPENDENCY TO INTERDEPENDENCY. Okay, amazing. So there's a part of you that really feels like it wants to go and work for your dad and really take on the family business. And then there's a part of you that's afraid of what happened before, you're saying, where you were codependent and trying to please and not using your voice, et cetera. Is that accurate?
1: That's correct. Okay, that Kind of here. losing
0: yourself. Yeah.
1: And not and just being afraid of not being able to kind of boundary you.
0: One book I want to recommend to y'all is called Boundary Boss by the one and only Terry Cole. She's an incredible therapist and boss of boundaries. So go check it out on Amazon or your local bookstore. And just for the record. Setting boundaries is an amazing practice of authenticity, bravery, grace, strength, and especially love. Love for yourself and care for the authenticity in your relationship. So if you struggle with it, try getting in touch with what you need and then taking an action to care for yourself, letting the other person know what you're doing or making a request around that need. It could sound something like this. I've picked up the phone every time you've called me this week, and I want to share that I need some personal time tomorrow night, so I won't be picking up the phone tomorrow. And I still care
1: about you. So that kind of work and life would just mesh into one, and I'd kind of lose mm-hmm. myself through this new job opportunity, which feels very meaningful when I'm in the job. But hmm Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm.
0: So, what is the thing that all of that hinges on to create something new, to create a new chapter, to make sure your work and your personal life don't bleed into one big thing? What's the what? What's the one thing that all of that hinges upon? Do you know?
1: Can you repeat that question, like? This? I mean, the first thing that came yeah. to mind was commu- communication, but I'm not sure if that's kind there of what you're getting. There
0: he is. There's my guy. Yeah, communication. You nailed yeah. it. It's communication. So, what's your relationship with communication? Let's unpack that.
1: Um, over the, I mean, when I was younger, communication was scary. It was uncomfortable. Asserting myself expressing my needs and my desires and I ultimately just kind of shoved that to the bottom because I felt like I didn't deserve the opportunity to kind of be kind of felt or didn't give myself permission to feel the way that I Mm -hmm. Mm felt. And so as a young adult, I feel like I'm drawn to express my needs better. It's still challenging at times.
0: What's changed for you since then and where, what's still, what's still hard? What's still challenging? Let's start with what, what's changed for you? How have you grown?
1: That's a tough question. I can't exactly pinpoint how I've grown for me, I think. Through past work experience, I've realized that it's okay to be to communicate how you feel, but it's not like you're being a jerk or anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So, if, if I were to sum that up, just being okay with expressing how I feel.
0: Okay. But there's nothing wrong Is with it... that. How'd you learn that? Just practice?
1: um, It was just in one of my previous jobs. It was like a very time-sensitive job, so we had to communicate frequently with the clients, and every three days I'd follow up, and I just never, in the past, that would have been uncomfortable, but now I just felt like something I was near
0: Okay, so you got used to it, it sounds like?
1: yeah. Until I had a panic Um, attack, I went to the emergency room in that job, but. Really? Yeah.
0: How many, how many panic attacks? One, two, five, ten?
1: It was one, but. How long were you at that job? A year after the panic attack, probably like three or four more months, but I was there. Close to, it was like a year and a half.
0: Um, What was the panic attack a wake up call for for you?
1: That I wasn't comfortable working sixty-five hour weeks or five months a year. Right on. Okay. So I mean the money might be okay, but that just wasn't how I wanted my lifestyle to be.
0: Wow. So you really got closer to what you wanted your lifestyle to be. That's pretty empowering. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: But it's weird just thinking back to that. Like, I feel all the, like, tension in my gut. Just thinking back to that experience. Mm
0: -hmm. Like, I know that I
1: grew a lot from it, but I think unconsciously or maybe consciously, I'm just trying to avoid that with my next job.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. So, I think I'm trying to get to a place where I'm making this next job to, to not in the right place, not just I don't want it to be what that job was.
0: Yeah. I can tell that you're you're afraid that it'll be what the past was, is that right? What did you miss communicating back then? What could have changed it for you had you said it
1: Can you you say that question again?
0: Yeah. What things could you have said in your place of work? What requests could you have made? What boundaries could you have set that would have maybe changed the outcome for you of it? Your experience of work could have changed your experience of work. Like, looking back, what would you have done differently? What would you have said differently? Mm
1: -hmm. Probably would have spoke to the partner more i just didn't feel supported by my manager Um, and then i feel like the partner knew that everyone was overloaded but he didn't want to do anything to change it because that's just how things were and he had to do it when he was Mm -hmm. young in accounting so um it's kind of like an old school mentality of we did it and so you guys should too Mm
0: -hmm. mm-hmm mm-hmm is there anything from your past that reminds you of this anxiety you have with work?
1: Yes, there is.
0: Whoa. Like the, what is that?
1: The first thing that comes to mind is the idea that I'm not a neck. Mm-hmm. That I struggle mm-hmm. with when I in like, my child and I, I mean, still struggle with connection.
0: Yeah. So that's kind of one of the core beliefs that we're working with. I'm not enough, is that right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. And I could ask you right now all the different ways that it got created, but I'm going to ask you a different question. Is that cool? Yep. Do you have a piece of paper? I do. Okay. Could you grab that piece of paper? And I'm going to invite you to write at the top. Belief. Semicolon or whatever you want to put there. I'm not enough. Belief. I'm not enough. So you're going to name the belief. Okay. Okay. Now, draw a line down the middle of the page, if you would. And we're going to make a pros and cons list. We're going to vote this thing in or out. Okay. (laughs) There's a smile. All right. Let's write pro on one side and con on the other. Are you following along? After you listen to us work this out, feel free to do this exercise with one of your beliefs, one that you know doesn't uplift you but that you keep around for old time's sake. Write it at the top of a page and then make a pros and cons list and show your mind why it's okay to let it go. Okay. What is the benefit of having this belief under the pros?
1: pushes me to be a best version of
0: sorry. Okay. So it's motivating? Yeah. It's motivating? Yeah. Okay. How does it push you to be the best version of yourself? You have to keep outrunning the belief and keep being better and proving that you're not unworthy? Is that what you mean?
1: I think it I mean I think it's tough because I know that this belief doesn't serve me but But there's something knowledge. in it
0: that does, because it's been around for yeah. a long time. So we have to we have to honor it. We, there's a there's something in it that we have to discover before we can let this thing go. So let's find out what it is. So there's a payoff for it having motivates you a to belief take action. Okay. Okay. So it motivates you to take action, right? Good. Yeah. And the payoff may surprise you uh, also. The payoff may not be what you think it's going to be, too. So what else? I'll, I'll help you there. What else, what else is a pro from this belief?
1: I feel like there's not a lot of pros. Glenn.
0: Does it allow you? Does it give you permission to play small or stay safe? Can I say that instead? Does it give you permission to stay safe? Yes, it does. Or, okay, it gives you permission to stay safe. I can say that another way, and you can, and please help me find it so it resonates for you. How would you say that? It gives you permission or it keeps you safe? Is that more accurate? A lot of beliefs that no longer serve us, but we keep around, have the false benefit of keeping us safe or in our comfort zone. Being kept safe was often a good idea if we didn't feel safe to be big, loud, seen, or heard when we were little. But as we mature, most of us have outgrown such beliefs. Playing small, not being heard or seen doesn't fit us anymore. But we keep the belief around for this false benefit. Make sense?
1: I Sam. What resonates more with me is permission to play it safe.
0: Okay, great. So write that down under pros, and then I'm going to show you what pros what pros are. Right, keep going. I, I've got something. I've got a little trick. I've got a little trick waiting for you.
1: All right, great.
0: Okay, so it's motivating. We totally get that, and it also gives you permission to play it safe. You don't have to have the hard conversation. Or put yourself out there and be judged, or rejected, or what else?
1: Um, it just puts me—I uh, less risk of failure. Probably.
0: Yeah, yeah, less of, less risk of failure. Perfect. Yeah, good. Write that down. Get that on the pro list. All right. What are the cons to this belief? How does it fuck up your life?
1: Never ending.
0: Ah, uh, how exhausting, right? Never yeah, even ending. if you run
1: a marathon, half marathon, it's still cool. I mean...
0: Oh, wow. I really, really hear that. I can feel the weight of that. It's just like constantly haunting you. No matter what you do, you cannot get away from it. You could win a gold medal in the Olympics. You're still not enough. Okay. I can see that really hits. You feeling that one, huh? Yeah. Yeah,
1: I see that. Well, on the other side of it, it... Doesn't allow me to give myself permission to think big.
0: There it is.
1: Well, on the pro, permission to play on the I don't give myself the space to think what's the best thing that can
0: Fucking awesome. Write that down. So another way to say pro and con here is pro can also be said, what's the false benefit? Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And con, we can also say, what's the guaranteed outcome? Right? So if I carry this belief around, that I'm not worthy, and I bring this into a romantic relationship, what's the guaranteed outcome? Breakup. Yeah,
1: dude. Just not a future together.
0: Exactly. Totally. If I bring this into a place of work, what's the guaranteed outcome?
1: Continue to look for another job every two, three years.
0: There you go. So, is the guaranteed outcome self sabotage? Yep. Does it feel like what you've been inside of? Exactly. Mm. Got it.
1: Kind of like a mixture of self sabotage, but also feeling vasting because I feel like I had been putting in a lot of work, but then trying to beat it. Just, Mm hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: I know. You are dedicated to your work. I know that. And by work we mean your inner personal work. Yeah. I know. I know you are. Yeah. You have a meditation practice still?
1: I do. And just through inside time room, but it's not very structured. I guess I'll just like kind of Straw and Insight Timer say, What am I feeling today? and then meditate 10 15 minutes in the morning.
0: That's wonderful. Good for you. Good for you. Insight Timer is a free app that has guided meditation practices and a million awesome teachers and more. It's incredible, and I highly recommend it all the time, like to all my clients. Another great one is Headspace. So go see which one resonates for you and get after adding five to 15 minutes of mindfulness into your day and see what happens. Um, you ready to deal with this belief? Yes, I am. Okay. So let's look at the page. You've got some pros. You've got some cons. You've got some false benefits, and you have some guaranteed outcomes. You tell me very honestly, and you are free to choose whatever way is best for you, Okay. Would you like to keep this belief, or would you like to transform it?
1: I would like to transform this belief.
0: Okay. All right. So we're going to do an exercise called ending the relationship. Okay? I learned this from my teachers. Okay. Every belief in our life has an energy to it. It's its own living, breathing thing, and we hold on to it because it becomes so familiar to us that sometimes it can actually be scary to let go of beliefs that cause us harm, right? Because they're just so familiar. It's like they become our best friends. Mm -hmm. How familiar are you with this belief? How well do you know it? You know it like a little bit, or you know it like inside out? Inside out. Inside out. You've picked this belief up, and you know every nook and cranny of it, don't you? Yeah, I do. Yeah, and it's actually done quite a job at keeping you safe when you needed it, hasn't it?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And the struggle now seems to me—and you correct me if I'm wrong. You just say flamingo if I'm totally off, okay? Again. Okay. It seems to me now that you're outgrowing this belief. Yes or flamingo? Yes. All right, I passed the test. Phew, okay. So I'm gonna ask you to get something physical, like a pillow or a mug or something physical and put it in front of you, about three feet in front of you. Okay. Tell us what tell us what you're using.
1: I'm using an iPod or AirPods case. Or does it need to be something bigger?
0: I mean, I was just going to ask you. I think this belief is way bigger than the AirPods case.
1: (laughs) Okay. Uh, Using a. Go get
0: like a. Okay. I think I take that back. Do you have like a couch pillow or something? I mean, let's, this thing's fucking huge. Oh. Go, go get something. Yeah, I'll huge. get my, take your time. Pillow. All right. Is that or big? Is normal. that big enough?
1: Yeah, for
0: me. Yeah. Okay. All right. Great. So put that way in front of you, like at least three feet. Okay. Okay. Good, good, good. Awesome, awesome. Are you backed up a little bit? Perfect. All right, so sit up straight. Spine is straight. Take a really deep breath with me. Just inhale really big. Very good. One more. Inhale. Exhale, one more, inhale, exhale, good, some of that stagnation's moving, awesome. I want you to look at this pillow, and we're going to call it, I'm not worthy, is that right? Is that the belief? I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy? Yeah. Okay, what do you, what are you declaring this pillow to be called, this energy?
1: I'm not enough.
0: I'm not enough. That's right. I couldn't find the word there. Enough. Mm -hmm. Okay. This is the energy of I'm not enough. Clear? Yes. Okay. Beautiful. I'm going to invite you to go through this process with me. We're going to talk to this energy. Close your eyes for a moment. I want you to feel this energy in front of you. It's like you've taken it out of yourself and you've put it in front of you to have a little bit of a conversation because, you know, it's wreaking havoc and it deserves a talking to right now. Just like a little kid. Feel this energy in your body. Breathe. Put it all outside of you in that pillow so that you can see it, so that you can see the color of it, so that you can see the texture of it, and become aware of how familiar you are with that energy. Like you're looking at a best friend. And let me know when you're there, when you're really, okay, I'm looking at my best friend here, this energy, I'm not enough.
1: right okay
0: and you're gonna repeat after me energy I'm not enough
1: energy I'm not enough
0: thank you for serving me
1: thank you for serving me
0: you've been my best friend
1: you've been my best friend
0: You've kept me safe when I was really scared to be bigger. And when it wasn't safe to be bigger, you can use whatever words you wish.
1: You've kept me safe when I was afraid to think big.
0: How else has it served you? You tell this energy how it served you. Go
1: deep. You've kept me safe from failing in the public. eye. I-
0: Take a breath. But I'm outgrowing you.
1: But I'm outgrowing you.
0: And moving forward, I need a different belief.
1: Moving forward, I need a different belief.
0: So thank you for your service.
1: Thank you for your service.
0: And today, I end my relationship with you, and I send you back to your source.
1: And today, I end my relationship with you, send you back to your source.
0: Now, picture as if you have a rope tethered from you to this energy, and you drop the rope and become untethered and step out of the bind. Visualize that or do it physically now. stay here and here I mean this presence, this focus the energy has gone this pillow is now back, going back to source okay what energy do you want to activate in this new space
1: first thing that comes to mind is pee
0: perfect perfect close your eyes slowly inhale
1: if I can share I'll just start, but the first thing that came to mind pee I was about to say but that might not be enough isn't interesting how I paint old
0: myself. habits good you caught yourself good um, we're gonna talk about this. this is so great inhale slowly and begin with your power and your energy and your light and I know you're feeling this energy moving through you right now just activate peace with your intention you're the one who even brought intention the energy of intention into this session so I know you're very powerfully related to intention. Use your intention and activate peace. You can say inside or out loud, whichever you choose. Neither is neither one is better. In this moment, in this space, I activate peace in my energy. Through me and around me. In
1: this moment, I activate peace in me and around me. Absolutely perfect. Take a breath.
0: Keep focusing on peace right now. Just breathe in peace. And exhale peace. Breathe in peace. Peace. What physical sensations are you aware of right now? Do you feel any tingling or cool, warm, anything at all? Just name it, and if not, that's perfectly fine.
1: I feel like pulses of energy coming from my crown down. Yes. Okay, excellent.
0: So stay with that. Keep breathing, feeling that pulsation, and just relax the body and allow that pulsation of energy to flow through your nervous system all the way through your body. Allow that information to just spread like a gentle electrical current. Relax the shoulders. The jaw. Give yourself permission to expand, moving out of the old familiar patterning into something beautiful, safe, and new. And from this energy of peace, I'm going to invite you to begin to visualize. A life that brings you peace. Start to just see yourself waking in peace. Don't take. Don't get uh, too overthinking. Don't overanalyze. Just let the energy guide you. Allow yourself to be inspired and just set the intention. In my interactions, I bring peace. In my breath, I breathe peace. In my relationships, I am peace.
1: Like, now I have a lot of thinking going on. Okay, you.
0: You're at peace. Enjoy this state right now. This is your natural state, my love. It just lives in you all the time. I know you know that. This is the energy that you're invited to bring forth into your life, quiet, peaceful. And when we're in this state, the inspiration of what's next arises. So there's no mental decision to make. There's a listening to hear, a listening to follow. Does that resonate with you? You're shaking your head. Yeah. 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 Okay. I'm going to challenge you a tiny bit, but just with the opportunity to picture interacting with your dad and just being really peaceful and clear in your communication.
1: What are you noticing? Right now I feel like I'm noticing, I just feel like I'm doing like flips, like floating through space.
0: <laughs> like flips, like floating through space?
1: Like getting dizzy. Is
0: it, is it joyful or what's happening? Tell me if it's, do we need to work <laughs> on it? Or Are you happy? Is it okay? <laughs> no, is I it feel, celebratory I flips?
1: Like, I feel like peace just kind of... It you know, almost feels like like reality is changing. I could say it sounds but...
0: Yes. Reality is changing because you're changing the energetic matrix of your belief system. When we shift our beliefs, brain chemistry shifts... Chemistry in our body shifts and our perception shifts. You're in it right now, so just let it happen. I'm right here with you. I got you. And just breathe and ground. Feel your feet on the ground. Feel where your seat meets your legs and your butt. Just like really get into your body. Big inhale and big exhale. Good. Is there anything else in this space that you feel inspired to do, to visualize, to say that you need time for?
1: I guess the other thing that comes to mind is I feel like before that meditation, like I feel like my body got bigger, like more expansive, I guess. After that meditation. So thinking back to before I felt like my body was smaller.
0: You feel bigger. Mm-hmm. Does this feel good?
1: Yes, it does. Feels more embodied.
0: I really understand. Like, more full, like you're taking up the space you're meant to take up. You feel like you're here. Yeah. Guess what? We, the world, need you here. Did you know that? Yes. Do you know how valuable you are to the whole world, humanity? as this this expanded peaceful version of you yes yeah we love you no matter what you know that but you have so much permission and such an invitation to step in to being big So, what do you see for yourself now?
1: I don't really know. Um, it's not like I have a clear idea of what the next step is. I guess I just see the opportunity to think big and wherever I go.
0: Beautiful. That's it. So, two things, okay? <clears throat> One, this is a brand-new seed, so be responsible for watering it and giving it the energy and the attention, sunlight, metaphorically, that it needs. That means taking a little bit of time every day just to tap into this and activate this experience of peace. If you want guidance and structure around that, you can do it however you choose. And if you want guidance and structure, then spend five minutes in the morning meditating on I am peace. I get it. Okay. Breathing it, activating it in your system. Okay. I would spend at least 2 minutes before you fall asleep doing the same thing. <clears throat> and then there's something to important to say about beliefs, right? There will be, there can be, I don't want to say there will be, but there can be sort of a leftover, like a reverberation, you know, shadow of the shadow kind of thing from your former belief. The deep root of that energy has been alchemically transformed by you just now. Okay? We've put a totally new pattern of information into your nervous system that now you get to activate and work with. The yeah. old pattern, right, the old pattern will sometimes arise. That will be the opportunity to say, I see you, I hear you, and instead I'm choosing peace. I'm choosing not to feed the old pattern, Said differently, two trees, right? Peace is a love-based tree. Not enough, unworthiness, etc. That's a fear-based tree. Spirit-based, soul, essence, all of that. Love based on one side, personality, ego on the other. Okay? Two trees. My teacher taught me this. You cannot feed two trees at the same time. You cannot water these two trees. It's either one or the other. So if you're over there watering the fear-based tree, take a step back. Say, whoa, 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 I've committed to not feeding this tree. I don't want this tree to grow. It doesn't need to grow roots. Right? And if you don't water it, you kind of start starving it out, right? That's kind of the pruning of the brain. If you don't feed it, The brain will start to readjust or re, how do I want to say, um, create new neural pathways. Okay? So water, love-based tree. This peace tree, this tree where you know what's next for you. You know how you want to show up. You know the energy you want to bring to situations. And from here, you can make commitments about your communication right? So use this energy to empower you to begin to say what you need to say from peace. And that may mean that not everything you say is peaceful, but when you say it from a place of love, awesome. Mm -hmm. Say whatever you need to say. Any questions, thoughts, comments, or concerns?
1: There's a part of my brain that still wants to kind of go and figure everything out, but then there's this other peace side of me that telling me not to worry about it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So, like I can see it. myself trying to go back through those patterns of probably from like the "I'm not enough." thinking like that process. I can see my brain trying to like kick back, back into gear.
0: Yeah. And yeah.
1: like not fully allowing myself just can't experience this peace.
0: Yes. That's so natural. I've I've been through this. I know exactly what you're talking about. When there's an up level in our energy fields, our minds there's sort of like a, there's some death rattles of the old, right? It really wants our attention. And we're so familiar with it. It's like, wow, this expansion is so great, but Oakley, I've got some shit to figure out. And so you want to kick it back into the familiar gear to just figure it all out. But the problem is, is we're here right now because that shit didn't work. Yep. Because you kicking it into the familiar quote-unquote gear of being able to figure it all out isn't fucking working, right? So whenever you forget that it's not working and you really get seduced to go back in, look at your pros and cons list. And remember, the inevitable outcome of this is, and you can add to that, confusion, frustration, feeling bound, contracted, small... So it's not the consciousness that you want to be in in order to solve and think about your future. Yes. The state of expansion is the place that you need to be in in order to figure out what's next for you and to feel into what's next for you. Because what's next for you is also filled with opportunity. There are patterns to continue to open up around communication and being bold in your boundaries, all of that. But if you are inspired through peace, you can start reading up on like boundary setting and you can take a Toastmasters course and practice public speaking to gain even more confidence. You can really get after it. But you're getting after it through a place of inspiration versus a place of I'm not good enough and I need to fix this. I'm so glad my client shared this mental pattern because once we access a love-based state, it's not about non-action. We have such a misconception about love-based states. It's not about being passive. It's about action, but action taken from a different mindset, an action taken from a love-based mindset, which will yield different results that are bound to feed your desire and vision for your life. It's a totally new way of operating. And it does take time to get used to, so be patient with yourself and stay with it.
1: I guess when I was visualizing, like, going to Toastmasters or doing something like that, I think some of the things that have stopped me in the past are this idea of, like, oh, I would only be doing it because I'm not enough. So it's, it's just, like, changing the whole energy around it and energizing it. What could be the same detonation, but just a totally different energy around the scenario?
0: Yes, that's it. That's exactly it, man. That's exactly it. Mm-hmm. Look, when we get to look at our operating system and say, "Huh, what ne- what needs tinkering, or what could I improve here?" You know, that's a beautiful experience of being human. Mm -mm. If we see a young middle schooler who's really good at track and field, they're not destined for the Olympics. It's how much time they put in. That's their choice. So the beauty is, is you get to decide who you want to become through the education and the training and the focus that you put in. You get to mold yourself. And take yourself somewhere to become the man that you really know you can become and that you want to become. And that is in such stark contrast to, I'm just not enough, and so I've got to, like, do all this stuff to make myself better so somebody loves me. Because that process is going to be brutal. Like, you're not going to have fun at Toastmasters. Fuck that noise. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, you tell me if I'm off. Just yell flamingo. I'm totally okay with that. I'm off sometimes. I get it.
1: No, you're (laughs) on.
0: Awesome. You're smiling. What are you smiling about?
1: Feel more free.
0: Right on. So take this experience and just nurture it. Put attention on it and let it grow. There's no effort to be made except a little bit of attention every day and it'll grow on its own. It's like you don't have to go to school for it. You don't have to write a check for it. You just have peace inside of you and all you have to do every day for just a little bit of time is put your attention on it and that shit compounds like crazy inside of you just be responsible for like how you're wired right now and what you're training yourself into no more making yourself wrong for wanting to be more because it doesn't come from being not enough. You have a drive man to grow yourself. That's fucking awesome. Just own the shit out of it.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: (laughs) Don't apologize. Keep me posted. That might be good. And do your morning practices and your evening practices, okay?
1: Yeah, I will.
0: It was so great to spend this time with you. Thank you.
1: Yeah, thank you.
0: And thank you for joining us today. Feel free to use the exercise as a guide for yourself. And tune in next time for Dianon Part 2, which drops after this. Just as a reminder, if you want to be a guest on the show, just head to my website, sexdrugsandenlightenment.com, and fill out the form, and we will get back to you. And to stay current with us, make sure to follow us on any platform where podcasts are supported. I'll see you next time. And in the meantime, water that love-based tree. One healthy thought can change your whole day. And our life is made up of days. One day at...